And hello everyone and good morning and welcome to the mile rate. We're going to have a look back at uh, a terrific car. There were some outstanding and very memorable races at Kilmore uh, last night. A relatively mild night uh, for Kilmore, uh, but good racing on the program. 11 races. Uh, the driving honours went to Jack Law with three winners and Emma Stewart trained two winners, one of which was uh, a Group 1 event. Uh, Rob Orber joins me this morning. Good to have Rob back after, after missing uh, last week. Good morning to you, Rob. Very good morning, Danny. Good morning, everyone, on this uh, beautiful Sunday morning. We're in for a nice warm day, and what a terrific night's racing uh, last night, Danny. Uh, congratulations. Uh, you, the race of Bangles, you, you called that absolutely sensational, and uh, I think everyone was on their uh, edge of their seats uh, to see what was going to eventuate out of that finish, but it was a fantastic race. Yeah, it was. It was, uh, it was a race that just developed and uh, two horses that had a tremendous will to win. Before we get stuck into the card, Rob, wanted to pass on my congratulations to Andrew Cuse, who's had a very long shift, but uh, he uh, won an award at the Country Racing Awards last night and uh, he's got a lot to do with the setting up of the mile rate. So well done to Andrew. It's, uh, his hard work is being recognised and uh, we're really pleased to see that. Oh, he's an absolute champion, and congratulations. Yes, I was just listening in uh, prior to uh, our uh, coverage this morning, and uh, it was fantastic to see him getting rewarded. He does some, such amazing work behind the scenes and doesn't get all the right credits, but uh, he certainly did last night, and it was fantastic to see, and we sort of love uh, the work that he does for us on my rate. Back to the first event last night at Kilmore. Major Manbar Horse has got a terrific record over the short course. He was freshened up a little bit by Lee Graham and uh, James Herbertson was able to, to push him forward, but he didn't have to work all that hard to get there. And uh, look, it, it just become a sprint home where Favourite was out the back and never looked a chance the way that the race was run. And I speak of Let's Rock, Let's Roll. No, a terrific win for uh, the crew, uh, Mitch Sidebottom and, and the whole team uh, with uh, Major Mambo as a big uh, group of owners and I'm sure they've enjoyed their ride with this horse and last night he was able to work to the front, as you mentioned Danny controlled the race, lead time 5.4, first three quarters 30, 30.9 and 29 over a sprint race and 26.6 home, so horses back in the field had no hope in running down Major Mamba. Hurricane Hall was a nice effort for Rodney Perry. Petrov, his team uh, going well. Rodney and Joe do a terrific job with their team of horses, and I think there's a win coming up for Hurricane Hall soon. All set, uh, finished third for David Moran. I actually fancied him last night, and I thought uh, he was the winner on the home turn. He sort of loomed up, but just didn't finish it off the last 100 metres, but it was still a good effort to run third. Favourite, let's rock, let's roll. Just got too far back. Certainly hit the line strongly, but when they run 26-6 last quarter, it gives you no hope, and Sheffield Sparky was honest. But, look, probably out of that race, Hurricane Hall for mine's a horse I'd be following. I think there's a win coming up very soon for Rodney and Joe Petroff with Hurricane Hall. Race number two, there was good support for Yanni. Emma Stewart uh, prepared two winners on the night. This was the first leg of her uh, double. David Moran was able to push forward. The horses got good gate speed and, and, and not dissimilar to the first race. They didn't go that hard and the leader was able to dictate and was too slick home, Yanni. Yeah, look, he, he's a, a really good front-running horse. We've seen that. Uh, and last night, he went a mile rate of 157.1. Lead time, 41.7. 30.1 and 31.6, the first two quarters of that race. And certainly was dictated on the speed. And Yanni just proved too strong. Got home in 28.2 and 27 the last quarter. 55.2 last half. Shady As, I thought, was really brave in defeat. 
Aaron Dunn set outside. Yarni tried to go with it, just uh, couldn't match it over the concluding stages. Cool Rocking Daddy into third spot, was three back the pegs, hit the line nicely. Hugo Rocks ran on from well back in the field. Uh, Night Spirit had its chance. Safala was okay. Mongiano, I heard you uh, mention over the line, worth following, but <laughs> we've been following it for a long time. Uh, Bracken Reed Castle Retreat, yeah, they all sort of struggled when they went so slow and it was just a dash home. But look, probably the horse to follow out of that race for mine would be number two, Shady As. I think there's a win coming up soon for Aaron Dunn. The first of our uh, replays is the third event on the card. This was, uh, well, effectively a benchmark race, a 65 to 79 uh, rating, Rob, but it was a much stronger race than that. Depth here was excellent. Aldebaran Tess has come back from a spell in super order, and she made it three out of three this prep. Matt Craven trained and Sophia Arvidsson driven. 28.6. Enhancer comes going well. Aldebaran Test should have a kick left into the straight. And the leader Enhancer come. Aldebaran Test to the inside. Then is that a bid? I'm set to go. Aldebaran Test goes through to grab the lead now from Enhancer come. And this mare's in super form. Aldebaran Test. She draws away and she wins again. Aldebaran Test goes on with Sophia Arvidsson and won easily and beats a good bunch of trotters. Second. <laughs> Yeah, she actually sits really good on a helmet and um, she hasn't had many opportunities to sit like that, um, but she showed at Melton a few weeks ago that she does come off a helmet really well and I just, I'd like to get a few more runs like that into her, follow a bit of speed and see and just let her, you know, come off and run past hopefully and um, I didn't expect to get, get into that position tonight, but uh, when the uh, opportunity presented itself, I thought it was too good to pass. Sophia Arvidsson there with Elderberry and Tess. Horse really clicks for her, um, and uh, Sophia has just risen um, in the last 12 months uh, from where she's come from, and uh, it looks as if she, the way she sits in the sulky, Rob, as if she's been doing it for decades, and uh, she's got a big future ahead of her, and the team uh, are going so well with uh, with Matt Craven and Sophia, and, and this filly, this mare, she's, she's only four, but she's won half of her starts now. Yeah, look, she's a very, very good uh, trotter. There's no question about that with a very big future. And I'm sure uh, Duncan McPherson and the team at Aldebaran Lodge will be ecstatic with uh, Aldebaran Tessa's prospects moving forward. It was a terrific uh, performance. We know the horse has got uh, plenty of ability. Well done to Maddie Craven. Sophia driving well, probably got into a spot that wasn't there. I think she may have got suspended, did she, Danny? Yeah, two-week suspension, but uh, incredibly... I mean, she hasn't been driving a long time, but I understand that was her first ever suspension so it shows you a great uh, clean track record yeah, look, she got into a, a gap that probably wasn't there, but look, uh, that was probably the winning move at the finish. I mean, uh, maybe had the horse been parked outside in Hans, she can't, we might have seen a different result. But look, the, the horse got the job done. <clears throat> She's a very talented mare, and uh, well done to Maddie and Sophia on uh, on, on their performances uh, with this horse. In Hans, she can't, was really good, uh, sat uh, in front was just run down over the concluding stages. I'm set to go, was honest. Is that a bid run fourth? Also had to make a mid-race move. The, the tempo sort of came out of that race. It was the last two quarters of 28.7 and 28.9. It was a dash home at the finish. Is that a bit? Had to try to make something happen by moving around to the breeze. Battled on. Uh, Kai Valley Cliche uh, was honest. I love the run of a jewel in the crown. This is another one that we've been uh, flagging for a while. Danny uh, really hit the line strongly for Paddy Lee and Glenn Craven. I mean, this horse will be winning somewhere. I'm not sure where, but it will win a race somewhere very soon. Uh, Garshway, Holsart, Vetterquate. Look, most of these horses just couldn't make ground from back in the field. It was a 31.5 and 30.4 first two quarters and a dash home. Mile rate, 158. 
88-88. But all honours to the winner, Aldebaran Test, last night. The first of the Group 1s, it was the Tab Australasian Premier trotting sale for the three-year-old fillies. Bangles was the favourite, but she galloped at the start and lost about 40 metres. But she uh, was able to tack on, and Greg Sugars uh, threw caution out the door, and uh, he sent her forward coming down the straight with a lap to go, and it provided us with a m- fantastic last lap. Uh, Bangles and Elderbaran Ursula, it was, uh, it was a fantastic clash, and here's the concluding stages. And they're at it, these two favourites. Bangles gets level with Elderberry and Ursula. Eight metres away, Silent Reverie. Then came Eva's image and Queen Invasion. Off the back, Elderberry and Ursula. Bangles the outside. They are locked together in the group one. 30.8 for the third quarter. Elderberry and Ursula and Bangles. They turn together. They're out by 15. It's Bangles the outside. Elderberry and Ursula's coming back. Elderberry and Ursula regain the lead. Bangles won't give up with out the fight, it's lifting again. Bangles, Elderberry and Ursula. What a race we've got, and Bangles does it. Bangles, wow, what a performance! A great race. Bangles, Elderberry and Ursula are head away. Uh, you don't want to know what was going through my head at the start. I uh, probably can't repeat that live on air. I wasn't real happy with, with the way things were working out at the start, but um, no, talking to the camp pre-race, they were very confident um, in the horse's ability and where she was at tonight that um, she'd run a hell of a race and uh, they certainly went wrong. Uh, that third quarter was 28-5, Rob, and a, a 29 coming home. Terrific race, two top trotting fillies. Yeah, terrific race by terrific race call. Uh, that's what makes it so exciting, and it was a great performance by Bangles after missing away by 50 metres. You did say uh, in the call, don't give up just yet, and uh, you were 100% right. Uh, well, well done. on the Ballarat run, that's she galloped and it just flew home. It was an extraordinary that she got so close at Ballarat, Rob. So anyway, it made it an exciting race. It did, and uh, well done to the crew there, Sue Murray and uh, the, the rest of the team. I'm sure they'll be uh, pretty excited by that performance, and I'll be watching that replay all weekend, I would imagine. And uh, Yeah, look, she's had 10, 10 starts, got an enormous amount of potential, and if she can get her manners right, uh, it can only take her to another level again. Elder Baron Ursula, terrific run uh, for Kerry Ann Morris, who sent this horse down. I think it's been staying with Andy Gath. And, uh, look, um, had its chance, just beaten by a better horse on the night. I thought Queen Invasion was good. Uh, tried to do something uh, and, and, and stick on. I think the, uh, this horse is worth following along with Eva's image in the right race somewhere down the track. And uh, Silent Reverie tried hard for Joe Vasalo. But well, well done to Bangles. Uh, just too good. Mile rate 21.9. Last two quarters were 28.5 and 29. The fifth event was the Highlands My Lightning Blue Free For All. Better be the bomb hadn't won this preparation. He takes a while to get to his top, but he looked like he might be in his top last night. Was used up at the start by Jack Law and uh, duly got the prize in a, in a good uh, race, a race with, that had plenty of depth. The uh, fast class race for the night, the Highlands My Lightning Blue Free For All. It's bulletproof boy in front. Tango Tara still coming. Shadow Sax is under pressure. I cast no shadows off the bit. Torrid Saints held up. It's better be the bomb in front of Tango Tara. As they round the final turn, they went 27-5 third quarter. End of the strike, they better be the bomb five metres. I cast no shadows picking up Tango Tara. Torrid Saint runs on. It's better be the bomb in front with 100 left to travel though. Better be the bomb in front of I cast no shadow who's getting close but not close enough. And better be the bomb wins it. Better be the bomb but I cast no shadow, Torrance ain't a good run.
He, to, to the horse's credit, uh, his last couple of starts, he's felt a lot sharper than he than he did do, you know, those first four or five back. And um, tonight he felt sharper again. So he, he got out the gate, held him out quite easy. And when you, you know, can hold him out quite easy in that first 50, then there's sort of nothing that, that bothers to have a, have, have a proper look at you. So we had a pretty cheap first half then and uh, we could get him rolling down the back. Certainly got him rolling, and when he's up and uh, going, better be the bomb. He's he's a he's a pretty smart horse, and uh, he was spot on last night, Rob. Oh, look, I love the horse, always have. He, he's just been a, a wonderful horse, and, and well done to to, to Basil Julie and, and Paula Martin. They do a fantastic job, and, and they've looked after this horse. And I'm sure that you know they've sort of worked him into fitness. Uh, hence, why it's probably taken four or five runs for him to to get to that peak fitness. He's a seven year old. I think the best of him will now uh, has probably hit that mark where we're just going to see him consistently perform at an extremely high level over the next few months. And in particular, if he gets the right seat in one of those big races, uh, you can be certain he'll be savaging the line. He was terrific. Uh, as I said, at 153.6 mile rate, uh, 5.2 lead time, 29.2 and 29.8. So he got away with a couple of cheaper quarters at his first two. Got home in 27.6 and 27.5. So 55.1 last. Tough. I cast no shadow. Good effort for him. Look, it was a, a step up for him last night, and he sat behind the leader and thought he did a good job. He, he'll get more season to that type of racing. Torrid Saint was just outstanding again. Savage the line. Tango Tara was outstanding as well. Did its fair share of work off the track and only got beaten four and a half metres. Bulletproof Poi is not far off. He's uh, he's going to be winning a race somewhere soon, Danny. Uh, Scotty Ewan's teams last night all performed well again. Shadow Sack's a bit of a concern there. He, uh, he, he didn't really didn't finish it off that last 100 metres didn't look real well and uh, I know there was a, a vet's examination after the race major role uh, galloping the score up which really just uh, ruined all of his hopes and Jilby Chevy is another one that something wasn't quite right last night so a couple of interesting horses to follow out of the race but uh, look I, I think out of those um, look Bulletproof Boys the one I'd be following I, I think there's uh, there's going to be a win somewhere down the track uh, in one of these races but well done to Better Beat a Bomb he's a star I'm No Outlaw's a bit of a star too. He's a very much an opportunist, but he took the prize. Jack Law's uh, second winner of the night. He ended up with three, and uh, the state's leading trainer, Julie Douglas, who was a guest on Cracking the Codes yesterday morning, uh, prepares I'm No Outlaw on the team. Would we'll be wrapped with the progress that this horse has made? Oh, what an amazing story with this horse. Uh, I'm No Outlaw. We saw him pretty much last year, Danny, didn't we? Uh, the way he just emerged out of uh, nowhere and put up some great uh, performances by just been put asleep on the pegs and coming with a late run he seems like uh, he just thrives on that he, he reminds you like a horse like a better beat a bomb the way he sort of finishes off the races at uh, the same stage he's only a five-year-old and he's by better's delight so you would imagine there's plenty more to come for this horse and uh, look he he was four back the pegs and he just flew home along the inside uh, at the top of the home straight and, and blew them all away Soho Bollinger who led in the race set out a pretty good uh, time 157.7 mile rate 40.6, So he got rolling from about the 1,200, uh, Mick Stanley. He looks like he's just a horse that just seems to, you've got to keep uh, letting him run, and he just loses a little bit of concentration. I mean, at the top of the straight, it looked like he was just going to miss a place altogether, and he, he fought on really well. Like, I thought it was a good effort for a horse that's still 
way on the up. He's still a young horse and uh, plenty more to come from him. Aussie Butler's really improved the last couple of runs. I think he's got a bit more seasoned with this stronger type racing and uh, he's going okay. I think he's going to win a race in town very, very soon, Aussie Butler. Uh, B major threat, liked his run. Uh, Probably some pull-down blocks might help him. He just uh, looked like he was going to run past them and just wanted to switch off. We've seen him do that before in the past. So uh, he's he's worth following. Uh, he, he might blow one of them away at big odds one night. Regulus hit the line really strongly. No luck again. Diamonds and Cash is going okay. Uh, maybe a better draw for him somewhere down the track. I think Assassinator's ready to win. I thought his run last night was really good, even though he runs seventh. Roman Aviator disappointed me. Uh, smart little Shah, just, uh, yeah, not, not up to him. So well done to uh, I'm No Outlaw. Probably the horse I'd be following in town, and I think he'll be winning sometime soon will be Aussie Battler. Race 7, feature for the Trotters, and it was a terrific field. The Garrards, Mary's Idol, Trotters, free for all. They turn for home. It's always ready. Joined by I'm Ready Jet. I'm Ready Jet hit the lead now. Cover of darkness into the clear. Elderberry Crescent getting home. I'm Ready Jet in front from Elderberry Crescent. Cover of darkness can't get there, but I'm Ready Jet can. What a performance! I'm Ready Jet. I'm Ready Jet beat Elderberry Crescent. The mare's one two. Cover of darkness third. Good luck. He um, just sort of says, you know, this one's a pretty good horse, and. And I go, all right, eh? We'll see how we go. Um, but uh, I, I wasn't expecting uh, that sort of performance from her tonight, although her two runs back um, have been pretty remarkable. Um, so uh, it, it wasn't, you know, entirely a massive surprise, but the way she did it, um, yeah, she, she sort of stunned me a little bit. I'm ready, Jet, and that was Jack Law completing a treble. Four-year-old mare winning it from another mare in Elderberry and Crescent. Oh, she's a star, I'm ready, Jed. I, I think she's going to great heights. I know uh, on Gatesbeat on the Monday, uh, both Adam Hamilton and myself both felt that this horse uh, was a new, new emerging star in the trotting ranks. And, uh, wow, no no surprise to see her win last night. Uh, no surprise to see her doing what she did last night. I think she's a really special horse. And, um, you know, there's a bit of dance craze about this horse. No question about that. So 157.5 mile rate, uh, 29.1, 31.9 first two quarters. Home in 29.2 and 27.9. Sat in the breeze and won. Top effort. Elder Baron Cresem sat behind the leader. Ran well. Cover of darkness. Good effort. He's just getting more season to this type of racing. He's still a young young trotter going places but Gestuoso was uh, back in the field very hard to make ground travel bug was honest Sundance courage hit the line nicely loved the run of nephew of Sunoco there's one that um, he went around at 173 dollars but just hit the line really well always ready led didn't finish it off. Red Hot Turf, not sure why she's galloping, but uh, certainly still ran well. She gave him a big start, and even though she ran second last, made up a lot of ground, and Magicals needs to get a bit fitter. But all honours to I'm Ready Jet, really good horse, really special horse, going places. Okay, four races to get through, Rob. The last chance race, eight Michael Bellman driven and Sean Kittle trained. Got the yeah, money. 158. 158 five mile rate terrific run by the last chance sean kittle doing an amazing job with his team and mick bellman isn't he driving well uh sat be led led sat behind the leader and uh, finished up the sprint lane to win belladonna girl really good for greg norman and karen manning keep following her she's only going to get fitter sande was brave uh in third spot carload uh got home nicely so did concealment ran on really well foolish pleasure just in behind him favorite equity stride just couldn't get in the race. Best work was last 100 metres. Keep following him. He's going to be winning very soon. So I'll make uh, Belladonna Girl and Equity Stride the two horses to follow. 
second of the group ones, and this is for the three-year-old trotting Colts and Geldings. Elder Baron Zeus, Chris Elford, was able to, to lead and dominate and dictate the race. Back the inside, Loxley Lover heading off the back straight in 30.5. Elford hasn't pushed the button yet on Elder Baron Zeus, and he comes around the final turn in front of Bullion Harry, shaken up. And then on the inside is Who's the Man into the straight. Now he goes for Elder Baron Zeus, Elford, and he's five metres in front of Who's the Man, who's picking up. It's Elder Baron Zeus, two metres in front. Who's the Man getting close, but will he get close enough? No, he won't. Elder Baron Zeus goes all the way. Elder Baron Zeus won it from Who's the Man, who was really good closing off strongly in um yeah it was just one of those things he's a good doer and um missed out on the run in the heat last week uh so he's probably a bit above himself and Bill's just want to give him as quiet a run as possible and let him rip up and uh probably went a little bit too slow and sort of helps the other ones get up there and uh, he's sort of a bit, bit clever now. He sort of only does what he has to and thought he was in trouble with 50 to go, but then he sort of held him off pretty well. He's a lovely horse, Elder Baron Zeus, uh, Rob, and uh, he was able to dictate, but beat a, a few handy horses. Yeah, a couple of really good runs behind. He's a lovely horse, Elder Baron Zeus. Who's the man? Terrific. Sat behind the leader, hit the line well. Loved the run of Bullion Harry. Really battled on strongly into third spot. And Loxley Love is a really nice trotter. I might be 12 months away. It's still not trotting properly in its gait, but uh, you could just see that last 100. It's got a lot of future uh, and a big future Loxley Lover. I'll, I'll put that one down uh, to follow. But look, all four horses across the line, first four were terrific. Race 10, it was a blanket go and it was Ideal Suspect and Cameron Maggs getting the prize. Yeah, good win. Uh, just sat behind, led, sat behind the leader, got home along the sprint lane and uh, got the job done. Well done to Cameron Maggs. He, uh, he goes uh, with a, a small team of horses and does a terrific job. Four Lonely Nights was close up in the second spot. White Flynn, High Clare, they were all spread across the track. There were six metres from first to last. But, uh, yeah, look, an even bunch of horses. But I think Cameron Maggs deserves a celebration with the win with Ideal Suspect. And Majestic Courtney, just too slick, suited over the short trip uh, to take out the last event, a race that had plenty of depth. Good race. Uh, some really nice horses there. Majestic Courtney now under the care of Anthony Button, Sonia Smith. Well presented. Zach Phillips' brilliant drive. Uh, was able to get across to the lead and uh, rated the horse well. 158.2 mile rate. Uh, 29.1, 28.6 home. And Majestic Courtney uh, was good. Holding off Powder Keg going really well. Powder Keg. Terrific run to start before. Savage the line last night again. Pants Up was honest. Branlow Prince Norkey was honest. Jackson squares the horse to follow out of the race. He'll be winning soon, Dan. Okay, it was a terrific night last night at uh, Kilmore and uh, next Saturday the, the Metro program will actually go to Bendigo so no Melton next Saturday night, it will be at Bendigo Melton are racing Twilight Times uh, on Tuesday night So uh, that was it for the mile rate this week Rob, thank you once again and uh, look forward to your company next Sunday morning Until then, happy harnessing <laughs>